Hello and welcome to the Thorax podcast for September. This is the final podcast from this editorial team and I'm pleased to have with me Professor Visha Venjiha, the Editor-in-Chief. Hello, Visha. Hello, Anshu. When you get the September issue, you will notice that there is a special cover combining the old and new fronts of the journal and there is a series of commissioned editorials from several of the associate editors looking at some of the key aspects of the journal over the years. Richard Hubbard and David Baldwin have discussed the reasons for delays in lung cancer diagnosis and how we can improve this. Ian Town and Mark Fitzgerald review the papers on asthma and show how they have improved our understanding about this disease. Ian Hall and David Lomas have reviewed papers about the genetics of COPD, which is an important emerging subject, and they've emphasised the importance of studies with large sample sizes. John Fleetham discusses cardiovascular risk factors in patients with obstructive sleep apnea, and the very large number of papers on a wide range of COPD subjects have been reviewed by John Hurst and Peter Calverley. Bernd Schonhofer reviews papers on non-invasive ventilation for patients with COPD and respiratory failure. And finally, Jenny Quint and I have reviewed the lung alerts features, which were introduced by Visha in 2003 and have been very popular with our junior readers. Now, Visha, having said that about the last issue of the journal, I wanted to ask you a bit about the editorial process and how you actually can become an editor um, for the benefit of our junior listeners and the SPRs who are interested in this. Yes, absolutely. And the first thing that you need as an editor is to have a reasonable publication record yourself so that you understand what is involved in designing a study, analysing the results, writing um, discussions. You need some experience also in editorials and reviews. So, Visha, when do you think people should start getting involved with the peer review process? Certainly, any of our junior readers can get involved in a peer review process um, at a junior stage. And the simplest way is to register your interest on the journal websites as a peer reviewer. When you register your interest, you will have to give also your specialist interest. So when you register, make sure that you are happy reviewing papers on the topics you have suggested. So, for instance, in asthma, if you have an interest in asthma exacerbations, put that down, perhaps viral diseases as triggers, perhaps asthma control. So give the topics very clearly, and then the right papers will come your way. And presumably then, if people want to get involved with editing and they want to become editors, then they would need to express their intention. So when do you expect people should do that? Well, in order to really become an editor, I think you have to have a period as an associate editor. And I myself was an associate editor of Thorax before I became editor. As an associate editor, you gain experience of the way papers are handled, what is cited, what is not cited. You go to various meetings and you need to learn a considerable amount about the publication process. This is publication ethics, impact factor, etc. So 
most associate editors will be appointed from clinicians and academics who have senior appointments. So once you've achieved your appointment and you are particularly interested in this field, I suggest that you contact editors of relevant journals and express your interest. Of course, they will take people on if there are gaps for the particular interest. So it means you may have to wait for a year or two, but it is worth expressing your interest at an early stage. Tell us a little bit about your experience of being editor-in-chief of Thorax. What were the highs and lows of your career here? Well, being an editor of an international specialist journal is an immense privilege, and not many clinicians or academics have the opportunity to hold that role. It is absolutely wonderful to deal with so many people all over the world. I received emails from many friends, colleagues. I developed um, many friends over the years. It is wonderful to see so many submissions and the impact factor going up. But I think there are a few downs. And one of the disadvantages that I allude to in my Airwaves column is that we did not submit any original papers where I wasn't an original author from my group and, and that, of course, affected my research group and co- collaborators quite significantly. And what was the reasoning behind this decision? What do you think people should be doing? Well, it is interesting that my predecessors, John Britton and Alan Knox, also decided that they would not submit any of their original papers to Thorax for publication while they were editors. And I very much followed the same line. I think The main reason is that you can then give totally objective decisions because, like other editors, I'm also involved in active clinical research and if my papers get published perhaps preferentially to another group, we could be accused of favoritism. So in this way, there was absolutely no argument about any competition for my own research group with other papers coming into the journal for a review and potential publication. Of course, it's a difficult decision. And as I said earlier, it does affect the whole research group. But we've been lucky that in respiratory medicine, we do have other journals we can submit to. But in a smaller specialty, this is a particular problem. That's very interesting. So that's a very good way to avoid any possible conflicts here, really. So Visha, now that you are completing your stint on thorax, how do you intend to fill your time? Well, that's an interesting question. Of course, I have some major research interests, which I have kept going all the time I've been editor. Um, As you all know, I have a profound interest in COPD exacerbations, and there's very much more work to be done on this. This is an important target for therapies. So that's going to keep me busy, but I'm going to have much more time in the future for my own interests. And I perhaps would like to just refer you to Airwaves, where you will see some pictures of flowers taken from my garden this year. We've had wonderful weather in London and so I will be able to spend much more time in my garden, particularly in the summer. I'll be able to ski without having to run back to do thorax articles in the evenings and of course play tennis. So Visha, before we wind up, uh, have you got any final words or messages to anyone? Well, I've had a wonderful time being editor of Thorax and I'd highly recommend this post to any younger aspiring um, Thorax readers. Um, 
At this stage, I'd like to thank Seb Johnson, who was my co-editor since we, in fact, started in the summer of 2002. I'd like to thank all the associate editors who were absolutely fantastic and gave so much of their time, not only to looking at papers and choosing the best papers for publication, but also coming to our annual uh, meetings that were so well attended in London in the autumn or fall of each year. I'd like to thank the International Advisory Board for attending so well the May meetings at the American Thoracic Society and for giving us such valuable advice on direction um, of the journal. The journal would not survive without its peer reviewers and we had reviewers from all over the world who have done a fantastic job in really looking at the papers and picking out the good and bad points in articles that are submitted. Um, I'd like to thank all the authors for submitting their very best papers and please continue to submit your best work to Thorax. I'm grateful to all our readers for their support and also for all the feedback they've given us over the years. I'd like to thank the British Thoracic Society and BMJ Journals that co-own the journal and the whole editorial team, including Ed Howard, our original um, editorial assistant, um, followed by Julia Dimitri, who is now the production manager, the technical team and all the support teams. And finally, I'd like to thank Duncan Jarvis, who has so effectively and efficiently managed the Thorax, Thorax podcast for us. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Fisha. It just remains for us to wish the incoming Thorax editorial team all the very best for the future. Goodbye.